the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is sponsored by Max Out Savings Advisors. The views expressed during the broadcast are solely for entertainment purposes and do not necessarily express the views of KNTH, its management, Max Out Savings Advisors, or its sponsors. Max Out Savings Advisors and members of the Max Out Savings team may or may not hold securities mentioned during the show. Plan for your prosperity. Prepare for your retirement. Safeguard your savings. And nurture your investments. This is the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka, a presentation of Max Out Savings Advisors. Now, here's your host from Max Out Savings Advisors, Ted Gioka. Welcome to the Max Out Savings Show. I'm Ted Gioka. We're talking savings investments in your retirement here on the Max Out Savings Show. Our show is all about saving money, building up wealth, and understanding the world today. Our motto and our philosophy is to save aggressively and invest conservatively. That's the key to building up wealth over the long term. And save aggressively, invest conservatively. I think more than ever, it really is so important to do this. If you're not on track for doing this, uh, you have to start somewhere with your retirement. You have to build up, up wealth and you have to put away money. You have to have some type of plan. Uh, the easiest way, if you have a 401k, a 403b, 457 plan, you could use one of those programs. Put away a minimum of 10% plus the company match. <laughs> and I don't care what comes up. Don't don't quit taking money out of the plan. Just keep putting the money in. If you if money's tight, just dig in. Do not cut your savings. I mean, this is the biggest mistake you can make. And you want to keep on putting that money away and building up. A lot of companies, particularly the big oil companies, your Exxon, Shell, Chevron, they've got great savings programs. And they have like a, a savings culture where people put away a lot of money for, for retirement. They know that if they just put it away, they're going to have a good retirement and they tend to do it. Other, other companies, it, it's not as good. Uh, but, but make sure you sign up for that 401k plan and, and, and protect yourself. I mean, we're living in a much more inflationary world, a much more dangerous world than we ever have. And you're going to have to watch out for yourself. And, and this is, this is the easy way to, this is the easiest way to become a millionaire. Uh, of, of all the stuff out there. The, the 401k plan has been the most successful wealth creation tool the U.S. has ever come up with. And, and so take advantage of it. Take advantage of your savings programs. Uh, in the future, taxes are you know going up in the future. Hopefully, it's not this year at the rate things are going. And, and uh, it's more important than ever to take care of, the, of that. Keep putting away the money and just you can spend all the rest of the money. You put away the 10%, you can spend the rest of it if you want. Uh, and by, by the way, the why, why this thing works so well, it, it, it pretty much, look, we have people that come into, 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 the, into our, our offices, you know, at Max Out Savings Advisors for, for one, to manage their retirement. And, and some of them don't even have save 401k plans, and they were able to save a lot of money. We have people that, that – I remember we started this show years ago, and I saved a minimum of 10%. And some people, they call and said, we've never heard a show about savings. And, and, and when people said, well, I'm saving 20, I'm saving – we have people saving 30% of, of their income. Now, a lot of people – can't do that, or they don't make enough money to do that. But the reason why this plan is so powerful, this lets anybody do it. We've had people, and uh, my favorite all-time caller of all time was was a person that called in, and uh, and you know we took we will take if you call in we'll take your call. I'm like, uh oh, this is not going to go well with this call, and. Uh, because she starts telling me she, 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 she saved up for retirement, they're retiring, and she had, I want to say, $200,000 or maybe it's $180,000 in her plan. They were retired, 
And she goes, I took the money out and I paid the taxes. I'm like, oh my God, this is a disaster. <laughs> and I, and I, I, I didn't want to say that to her. I, I said, well, let's look, that probably wasn't the best idea. I think if you would have kept it in the plan, you, you, your money grows tax-free. And unless you just take a little out of time, it's not a big plan. When you take 180000 out, you're going to raise your taxes up and get hit even worse. She goes, well, I have my money put away. Uh, we, we, we own our house. I, I, and I don't think this house was a $50,000 house. I mean, see, we, we own our house, and we both live off of Social Security. These people were not they, – they were – they, I, they were not wealthy at all. I mean, they, they, it, it, but and I didn't think there was any possible way when she started. And you can't possibly make it on one hundred twenty thousand dollars in savings. You need a lot more than that. But they were able to do it. They, she, she kind of came up with a plan. She, she, she botched it by taking the money out ahead of time, which I, you know, but. They were able to do it, and, and, and so I want you to understand that anybody can do this if you have some type of plan in place. They had their house paid off. This is a very important thing. You want to have your house paid off uh, at retirement. Now, maybe you want to buy another house, a vacation home, a ranch, or you know, or some other house or whatever. That, that's fine, but have your main house paid off at retirement. Or close. It doesn't have to be you know, the day you're retired, it doesn't have to be the year. It, it could be two or three years before, after, but somewhere right in that time frame where you just get that drop off and you're not making those payments. It, that, that's very important. That gives you a lot of op- optionality if things don't work out. I mean, really what you want to try to do is just have as much optionality in your retirement plan as possible, a bunch of different ways to go because none of us can predict pre- predict the future whatsoever. I mean, it's reaching the point we can't predict what's going to happen next week at the rate things are going in Washington. So so you need that optionality. And the 401k plan does it. Remember, every time you put into the 401k, you get a tax deduction and it grows tax-free. Yes, you have to take the money out when you retire. You have to pay taxes then. But then it should be typically you're earning less money or you're taking it out at a lower rate. So you get tax-free growth and get a tax deduction. So the government's paying you to put the money in the program. Take advantage of it. Uh, those are some ideas. Uh, it's one of the few things the government has done. Uh, we, I mean, this is becoming increasingly suspect. Uh, we've been talking on this show now for a number of months about we were concerned about, well, it's been more than a number of months, but the inflation. This inflation is a major thing we've been talking about for for a couple of years now. It can, it's, it, we were talking about before the pandemic, and we at the time we were saying ex- inflation is accelerating. It, it, and then the, the pandemic hit, we had deflation, and then it's back, and it's back with a vengeance. It, it, and we've been saying, look, people... With the stuff going on in Washington, is is becoming a, a bigger and bigger problem. It, we said people are going to lose confidence. We've been saying they're not telling us the truth up there. They're not telling us the truth that the COVID vaccine and Dr. Fauci has been one lie after another, and there's been other lies coming out of the Biden administration. And it, it, and we said, look, this is becoming a problem. People aren't going to trust us in the world, and and the, the lying is 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 a really big concern. I mean, it's. This is, you don't, I mean, I think it was in a famous uh, 6th century theologian, uh, St. John Climactus, he, he said lying is, is the destruction of charity and the perjury, and perjury is the very denial of God. And think about that. When the president puts his hand uh, on the Bible and swears oath to the Constitution and the rule of law in the United States, think about what that is. The, the perjury is the very denial of God. And then he said, no sensible man imagines that lying is a minor failing. And yet here we are, we have an administration, and actually uh, people in the press that just, they're lying to us. And, and, and we've been saying this is becoming a problem. And now all of a sudden, here we are, Afghanistan, they pull out of Afghanistan, and it, it goes badly. I mean, it is a, you know, you can't come up, I mean, well, I, I just said it goes badly. I mean, honestly, CNN has given them better, worse press than that. I mean, it's been a utter, complete debacle. It, it, and now they're not telling the truth again. We just had a presidential news conference, or, or not news conference, but he, he answered. Again, he appeared to either be not knowing what's going on up there or, or lying to the American people. And this is, this is a big thing. You know, this is 
you know, pretending like nothing was happening in the border and lying to us there when he swore to uphold the Constitution. And one of the things is uphold the laws of the United States, which he is not doing. And now here we are. We're in a crisis of confidence. Uh, it, it was astonishing to say our world, our, our allies are strongly supporting us. You got to be kidding me! Have these? If you read the press overseas, it is unbelievable. I mean, they are calling for the for the end of the United States, and what they're saying is, well, I mean, one of them was that with 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 the inept politicians in the United States, they have no chance of coming back. That's what people are saying around the world, and this is a very serious situation. Uh, there's a real question to who is actually running the United States of America at this point in time. And we said, look, it's one thing you elect the president, and I don't like what the president's doing. It's another thing if nobody's really sure who is in charge of the United States of America. This is why we have an election. This is why we have a, a government. This is why we have a constitution, and we have a rule of law. But if you have a, 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 a president that is not all there, that, that, that is said is, is seriously compromised. We're not sure who's running the country. And if you look around the world, when, when you have advisors who you really don't know who they are running things in any country in the world, it goes badly pretty quickly. And, and, and th- th- this is where we are in the United States today. I mean, this is what happened in Afghanistan is uh, on so many levels – is, a, is is an unmitigated disaster. I mean, it, it, it is it, people do not are losing confidence in the United States of America. They're going to start turning to China. They're going to start turning elsewhere because they can't depend on the United States of America. I mean, this is uh, we're dealing with Taiwan. The United States is scrambling. We're hoping that we can hold off any type of invasion at least two years. Right now, it's not looking good for us over there if they come into Taiwan. And, and, and then we have this utter debacle in, in, in Afghanistan. And, and looking at that, the Chinese are going, look, why should we not go in right now? These people don't know what they're doing. And everyone in the people in Taiwan are going, oh, my God, the Americans aren't going to cover for us either. And the Japanese are over there. And then you got the in the, in the Vietnamese and, 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 and the Indonesians and the Filipinos and the Koreans and the Indians and the Malaysians and, and the Thai. Uh, they're all going, what is going on? Can we depend on these people or not? OK, it, it, and it's going on around the world. The, the, the NATO, uh, you know, that are so happy with Joe Biden's doing the, 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 the new president of, or prime minister of Germany is like, we can't depend on the United States. And she didn't say that, but she said this is the worst disaster NATO's ever seen. I mean, this is this is a major concern. And so where do we go from here? And, and, and again, uh, the, the thing that's becoming so concerning, be it the border crisis, be it the corona uh, uh, virus, or be it Afghanistan, we're getting one lie out of the out of the out of uh, the administration after another. It, it, one thing, if you know radio, one thing you learn is people are a lot smarter than everybody gives them credit for. And, and people are not stupid. They can see through all of this type of stuff. And, 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 but, but as we talked about weeks ago before this happened, a month or two back, we said people around the world are watching this. They're watching the border. They're watching the coronavirus. They're watching the $3.5 reckless trillion dollar spending package they're trying to jam through. And they're going, what is happening in the United States? What's going wrong? They're having doubts in their mind. They're not sure. You know, they're, they're watching closely. And then this Afghanistan happens. This is astonishing. I mean, it is astonishing to see a, a, a company, a country, uh, in a state of collapse, and, and that's that's where we are. Now, so so, so where do we go from here? Uh, we've got to rebuild confidence. We've got to rebuild the uh, uh, our relationship with allies. We've got to rebuild. But how do you do that when you're dealing with the situation in Washington, D.C.? I, I don't know the answer to that. Every other country in the world has more secure borders except for the United States. Go try to, you know, dance across the, uh, the Rio Grande and trot into Mexico and see what happens to you. It, it, that's the other direction. Go try to go into Canada. Go try to go into any other country in the world, and you don't have what's happening on the southern border. We have, I, I, you know, this, the, the virus is spreading here. 
uh, the Delta variant, or I'm suspecting it's some other type of variant, is spreading here. There's a lot of people we know are in hospitals right now. Uh, well, look, we, we just let 200,000 people a month coming across the, the border, 100 to 200,000, closer to 200,000, 20 to 25 percent, in some cases, more of those people are coming across the border. If you, if you figure over four months, let's say 600,000 people came across at 25 percent, that's 150,000 people with the coronavirus of various uh, different uh, mutations coming across the border, flooding into Texas. Texans, make this. You can, you, you can take this to the bank. Texans have died because Joe Biden let that border in South, in, uh, the, Mex- the, the border with Mexico open and flooded the country with, with, uh, with migrants with different types of varieties of the coronavirus. Make no mistake about it. And so, so I, I think we have to understand our situation. And I, and I think we've been saying to the show for a while, look, everybody has to get involved in their own way, shape, or form, or fashion. Maybe you call up your congressman. Maybe you support a congressman. Maybe you, 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 uh, you boycott products of companies like uh, American Express or Bank America. They're instituting critical race thinking uh, out there. Maybe or Nike that's supporting China. You know, Nike's a big supporter of China. Uh, or, or maybe you sit there and, and, and go to your school board about critical race thinking. You, everybody needs to say, maybe if you do nothing else, you ask your friends that voted for Joe Biden, well, you're happy with what happened now. It's in a nice way. Uh, you know, but I think everybody has to, to get involved in this. And, and I, I think that's what it's going to take because, and the reason I bring up like, Ted, what are you talking about? This is a show about retirement and saving. Look, I mean, here's the problem we have. Now, uh, looking at at the stock market, uh, let me pull this up here. I, it doesn't look that bad. The the, the you know the S and P five hundred is 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 up. It hit a high three days ago. Well, last week it hit an all time high. Now, does any of this make any sense to you? That the market hit an all time high, and, and so your retirement and your assets are based on this. You got a bunch of clowns in. It's a complete clown show up in Washington D.C. I mean, it's an. Under, I mean, don't don't ask me. Go ask anybody out there. They'll tell you the same thing. And it's. I mean, go watch CNN, and they're they're concerned. And so, how long do you think this market's going to keep staying up? Yes, look, they can they can support it right now with with the, you know the Goldman Sachs is on the phone talking to Apple, talking to Google, talking to Microsoft, talking to all the big companies. Hey, we this is an opportunity. We need to buy back as much stock as they're trying to support the market. They, this thing started going up uh this week at the end of the week a little bit. You know, there there's talk that the president's uh plunge protection team or the uh, uh market stability committee or whatever it is was coming in to support it. And and quite frankly, they got to be concerned cuz the last thing you want is the stock market collapsing collapsing on top of the debacle we're dealing with right now. But but the but the question is look, how many people are going to continue to stay in it with the stock market at all times highs with consumer confidence is plunging? With 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 a complete rout in a war in Afghanistan, with our, our southern border in, in, in has completely collapsed, and refugees or in, in, in unknown people are pouring across the border. Uh, we have a coronavirus. We have out of control spending. We have a pretty good economy right now, and they want to jam through the biggest spending package with with uh, spending on par with World War II type of spending when we already have an inflation rate of PPI for the last 12 months of 7.8%, and the PPI came in at 1%, which is on an end for the month, which on an analyzed basis is 12%, if that happens every month. So who... Why is that such an opportunity to get into the stock market? Okay, this, if you look at this world today, which is much similar to the 1970s where you had the inflation. 1970s, you had the, the oil shock. Well, the first thing that happened is, which was the complete disaster, was 50 years ago last week, uh, President Nixon took us off the gold standard. Now, people talk like Nixon, you know, screwed up, took us off the gold standard. Well, he really wasn't given a choice. The Brit, the British ambassador walked into either the president, uh, the White House, or the Treasury office and said, look, we have $3 billion worth of U.S. dollars, and we'd like to convert it to, to $3 billion worth of gold because the U.S. dollar is convertible into gold. Well, they picked up the phone, and John Conley, the Secretary of the Treasury, said, look, Mr. President, we've only got 
I think it's $12 billion worth of gold, and, and this is gonna, we're going to lose a, third, a quarter of our gold standard. And if, the, if the Brits do it, everyone else's, they didn't have a choice. They had to take it off. And we're reaching a point pretty quickly where we might not have a choice here. And we can't keep printing money. So they took it off. Inflation started, and then you had the uh, the the uh, you had the uh, oil embargo. Well, the oil embargo is very similar to you know where oil went from. Uh, actually, I think it was three dollars to seventeen. And there was a shortage. I mean, if you can believe that, uh, there was a shortage at the time. There was gas lines. The economy virtually shut down. Very similar. Very similar to uh, nineteen. Uh, very similar to the coronavirus shutdowns. And, and, and then, and then we had the economy started reopening up, and and, and what happened? Eighteen months later, there were helicopters all of a sudden appeared at the at the embassy in in Saigon, and they started evacuating everyone as as, as the Vietnamese started pouring into Saigon to try to scramble to get everybody out as much as possible. Eighteen months after the pandemic, here we are with the same helicopters. Uh, you know the Chinooks trying to haul people off of the out, out of Afghanistan, and so here we are. We're dealing with the same inflation. Inflation kept going for three years after that, and then it, there was another bout as well. So here we are with the inflation again. And, and we, we instead of having oil shortage, we've got component shortages now. We have semiconductor shortages. I, I saw someone comparing the the semiconductor shortage to the oil shortages. In the 70s, I mean, uh, just this week I was shot at the Toyota. Toyota's been doing a pretty good job. We were talking about that a couple weeks back because uh, they, they've been keeping their plants open while Ford and GM have had to keep theirs closed because they couldn't get the semiconductor chips because Toyota went through the earthquake a number of years back when they had a horrible earthquake in, in, in uh, Japan. And a lot of their key components, little small components factories were shut down. So they said, look, we want to have three or four months worth of, of, of critical components in our in our warehouses at all times so we can continue to produce. Well they they did. They've been producing while the while the American auto companies just shut down, but they've just cut forty percent of their production because they can't get the semiconductor chips because uh, some plants in Malaysia and elsewhere are being shut down by the coronavirus. So and by the way, I'm not convinced there's not stockpiling by China of, of computer chips. You know, I've talked, we talked, tried to get a hold of some key people. They say no, I, you know. But so, so, so again, we have shortages of everything out there. I mean, we, the, the, you know, the, we've all known the shortages of dishwashers, refrigerators, and everything else, but it's automobiles. Uh, the the uh, Wolfsburg factory of VW, that's the biggest auto, I think it's the biggest auto plant in the world. They're going to one shift because they can't get the, the chips. And so the economy is slowing down. Uh, companies are scrambling to get move production back to the United States. This is something we were talking about in January of 2020 when we when the coronavirus was striking in China. We were warning you how much how much of our supply chain was anchored in China, and we said these supply chains have got to be reshored in the United States or in Mexico or Vietnam or somewhere else. And that, that they're scrambling. That that's more inflation. At the same time. The Federal Reserve keeps printing money, and this is the problem. This is the inflation. Now, where are we going to go from here? I tell you, I'm going to get back to that. We're after this quick break right here on the Max Out Savings Show. By the way, go to our website, maxoutsavings.com. Sign up for our free newsletter if you need some help with your retirement. Or you can call us if you have a question for the show now, 713-339-1070. In the 1970s, the big song was the Bee Gees Stayed Alive. Well, it was difficult back then to stay alive if you were a retiree. Inflation was running rampant, and since then, over the last 25 years, it's gone away. Well, inflation's coming back, and it's going to endanger your retirement. If you're a retiree, inflation is your biggest enemy. Hi, this is Ted Gioka of the Max Out Savings Show. If you need help with your retirement, I'd like to help you out. Go to MaxOutSavings.com. That's MaxOutSavings.com, and we'll show you how you manage through inflation. Don't let inflation destroy your retirement. Hi, I'm Sam Malone. You know me as the host of The Morning Show right here on AM 1070, The Answer. But I'm also the owner of Houston's cutting-edge media company called 512 New Media. At 512 New Media, 
we create amazing videos that companies use on their websites, telling their story in bold colors with exciting animation and graphics. At 512 New Media, we also shoot television commercials and instructional videos. And if you want to show off your business from the air, we're ready to go with our drone video aircraft. Let us help you create your media message. We're online at 512newmedia.com or call 281-822-8803. 512 New Media is Houston's only media creation and distribution company that's actually owned by someone who's currently on the air. And that gives us an incredible edge when creating content for consumers to use on their laptops, tablets, and smartphones. Standing by to create your message, we're 512 New Media, 512newmedia.com. This is Ted Gioka, host of the Max Out Savings Show, one of Houston's most popular financial radio shows, celebrating over a decade on the air in Houston, Texas. With stocks at record high valuations and interest rates near record lows, you need to have your guard up. You need to have a plan to manage risk to your retirement. Do you? At Max Out Savings Advisors, we have a risk-based value investing approach to your retirement. If you would like some help managing your retirement, go to MaxOutSavings.com to set up an appointment. That's MaxOutSavings.com. Welcome back to the Max Out Savings Show. Uh, we're talking savings investments in the markets. Uh, you know, so, so where do we go from here? I mean, the, the market was near all-time highs. It came back. You know, nothing to see here. The market was off, you know, uh, earlier in the week. A little, oh, a little concern about, you know, the complete collapse of, of United States foreign policy. And they're like, oh, nothing to see here. This is probably good news because the Fed won't be able to raise rates again. The market went up. But, but. Really, it was option expiration, and there's a lot of, uh, of, 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 of derivative shenanigans going on, it, it, and that probably pushed the market up this week. We, we've, for our clients, we put on a hedge. Uh, and it, we, look, I, I just think I don't think you can ignore this much longer. I mean, it's really starting to become a problem. Uh, the the inflation is clearly there. The inflation is clearly not. Transitory. Uh, the, we last week, at the end of last week, we we had a consumer confidence numbers really start to fall because the pandemic is coming back. And look, I would hate to see the 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 uh, consumer confidence numbers this week after after what went on. And, and never mind, the president's approval ratings is going through the floor. And and, and the question is is almost looks to me like they're trying to set the stage to get rid of Biden and, uh, you know, because he can't do the job and, and and then brought out Camilla Harris because she's vanished. She doesn't want to be seen anywhere. You know, Afghanistan's the highest priority. And I think we've seen her one time when Biden forced her to get behind him when he did the speech and she has vanished. And what I hear is there, she's staying over at the Naval Observatory uh, where her house is. Yeah, because they, she doesn't want to be touched with this at all. So it, it just, it, I mean, this is tremendous concern out there. Now we got the virus coming up. We've got we've got further slowdowns. We have big ports in China shut down, which means we're going to have more. The shortages are going to continue because the, the more more viruses, are, more of the, of the coronavirus is spreading in China. And look. Once you hit an R naught of eight, which is your which your spread factor in the coronavirus, which remember we talked about R naughts in early February of 2020 when no one even knew what they were, we we said it was three and a half. This is much more. They're not going to be able to keep it out over there, and so this is further slowing things down. And I think what we're what we're going to see is is the recovery is going to be is going to be drug out. But the problem is, is this inflation, and the Fed keeps pumping in $120 billion a month into in buying bonds, keeping bonds at record low rates with, with under massive borrowing programs. And, and we did this during World War II, and it worked out. But understand, that was World War II. And 
we were, our backs were against the wall, and we had to fight Nazi Germany. We had to rearm the country. And then it worked out pretty well when we got out of World War II. And we were the only we were the only game in town because everybody else's industrial production was 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 destroyed. And so U.S. had a really good growth space in the fifties. Right now, that that the growth is still out there. Now, if if, if China gets shut down, and they we you know then. That could force where, where, where they where American companies could soon be told, look, we're not importing anything from China or any critical parts, and then you really expand the critical parts from instead of F-16 parts, it's all types of parts for computers and everything else, which is likely to happen. Uh, that could help out, but but right now think, things are are not going well out there, and, and and so you have to understand this, and what you have to do is kind of prepare for it. So so the inflation narrative is sort of going away. I mean again the Fed the Fed was going to meet in Jackson Hole this week and they're going to probably talk about tapering more and, and getting out of and hey, Ted? raising it. Yes. You have, you a, have call a call from Charles and then Larry. Okay, let's take a quick few and expand upon that. Hello Charles, how are you doing? Uh, good morning, Ted. Uh, I have a question uh, talking about this tapering. I, I'm almost of the opinion, I mean, if you take these people at their word, uh, all this printing of the money and all was essentially because of the virus and lockdowns and all of that stuff. But the thing of it is, is now with the, uh, if they're now bringing now into the picture the 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 new strain of the virus, the Delta uh, strain, uh, it would seem to me that that this tapering that they're talking about doing, I don't see how, if if you follow their logic, it doesn't seem to make sense. It would seem to me that if that they would continue printing the money, and really I think that, that a lot of this tapering is really more jawboning, just trying to take some air out of the inflated stock market balloon, so to speak, that uh, I think once more people start to think about this, I think that the market's going to tend to want to, you know, possibly start gaining traction again and start climbing again. Uh, I mean, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, that, that, that's a tough call. I mean, look, I, I, I think I think you're probably, here's the problem they're running into is, if I'm the Fed, I'm looking at, 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 the, at, the, at the virus, I'm looking at, at, at what, uh, I mean, what happened in Afghanistan cannot be underestimated, and and I, I think they would lean toward not doing anything. The problem they're running into was that PPI number of seven point eight percent over the last twelve months and one percent, which is a twelve percent annualized last month. It, it, you know, if, if just on the on the one month move, it, and that's and, and the idea of of that being trans, that's the PPI, which is your producer price, and which is your inputs, which means prices are going to be going up out there. But, I think they're having a really difficult time with this inflation, and the problem they have is they have rates at zero. They're still buying 120 billion dollars worth of bonds. They're not even at neutral where they're not buying bonds right now. And I don't see how you can even begin to slow the economy down in any shape, form, or fashion well, until well, until the market, Fed funds hits one percent. Go ahead, Charles. Well, what I was going to say is, is if if a lot of this inflation or whatever is basically due to supply shortages. Uh, in other words, you know the logistics at, at, in Long Beach, California, and all, where they can't—they don't have the personnel to unload the ships. I even heard that there was talk about maybe trying to mobilize the National Guard to, to assist. In, but you know, I, I don't know exactly what the deal is with the shortage of longshoremen over there. I mean, you, you know, they, they can blame it on the virus. I, I really don't 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 think that's the, the deal. I mean. I went to a car dealership the other day over here in Houston and uh, had, had to go see about it getting serviced. And the fellow told me, he said, well, come back early next week, he said, because we had four or five technicians uh, call in with the so-called virus. I mean, it's a, it's a temporary thing with this virus for the most part, for the most part. And I think most of those longshoremen people are probably in pretty decent shape. You have to be in decent shape to do that kind of physical work. So... I yeah. I don't know, you know, I mean to me if 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 what they say is true that a lot of the 
a lot of the stuff is due to supply shortages, and I don't know if Long Beach, California, is the only port that's got problems. I don't know about New Orleans. I don't know about the East Coast, but uh, they're, they're all backed up. Right well, now. they're all backed up. So the point the point is is you know at some point I would think these people need to get their act together and then just say, look, we're gonna we're gonna do what we have to do to get these to, to break this log jam and get these supplies into this country in some form of fashion. And I think, you know, because I, I, I honestly think if, you know, honestly, if Donald Trump were here, I think that's what he would be doing right now. He would be breaking this logjam. It, it almost seems like they want to perpetuate this thing, and the longer they can perpetuate it, the more they have an excuse to continue to print money. And and to me, I just think that, you know, all we're doing is, is I mean, this to me is just, it's getting worse and worse. I mean, now they're giving money away to take the vaccine. I mean, you, you, it just goes on and on with this stuff. Yeah, Charles. Yeah, no, I hear you. Look, I mean, this is the one problem with what you're saying is is companies are having to give bonuses. They're having to raise. They're having to raise raise wages out there because they can't find workers. The problem is this time, unlike 08 and 09, they put the money into the economy itself. We we got the stimmy checks. We got the two to three hundred dollars. Two hundred fifty to three hundred dollars per child checks. We, we've got we've got more money coming in with all types of things, and so this money has gone into the economy. The savings rate over the last eighteen months or so was about eighteen percent. It's dropping now, but there's a huge amount of money out. If the money is in the system. It's not on Wall Street. So oh, right, that's right. That's and, and, I, and I think one other thing, Ted, just before I you know let you go. I think one thing that's been been forgotten and is missing in this whole thing since this pandemic has been the demographics with respect to people retiring. There are a lot of people. I heard of statistics the other. I think it's something like ten thousand people a day are retiring. And if is any truth to that number? I mean, the reason why a lot of they're having trouble trying to get people is because a lot of these people have stepped out, and there's nobody to step in. And I think that's really what the problem is. Yeah, but you can't. Got to pay people more money because of it. Right, right, exactly. That's what I'm saying. And and the people that they're putting in there are not of the caliber of the people that stepped out. They just don't have the experience and the knowledge to be able to hit this running. I think that's really what part of the problem is. Yeah, no, and they they haven't trained workers up. I mean, they a lot of they they're they're they're, they're getting back to promoting people internally. They they've been just pull, pulling people from other companies or elsewhere, and so no one ever gets promoted. No, it's it's a problem. But that's a stickier inflation, Charles. But good call, thank you. Right. Okay, let's take a call from uh, Larry. Hello, Larry. You had a question for us. Yeah, in fact, it's more of a comment than a question, but I think I have a solution for fighting inflation as it's now coming up. So I want to go back to the the great, successful president of Gerald Ford. Um, Before him, of course, Richard Nixon tried uh, wage and price controls, and that didn't work. So he just declared victory and moved on. But then Gerald Ford came along, and uh, he came up with this idea for a button that you could put on your shirt or your blouse called WIN for whip inflation now. And you still find some of these on eBay. So (laughs) I'm thinking about bringing these back, and then maybe on the other side of your shirt or your blouse, you could have one that says, I'm vaccinated, maybe another one that says, I love BLM. This will be the new face of the American patriot. Uh, helping to move America forward. <laughs> oh, I love that, uh, Larry. That's fantastic. <laughs> no, no that, yeah, and, and the, the wind button did not work either. But yeah, to your point, no, this is I like that. That's what it's just. It's unbelievable. Yes. So anyway, that's where we're at. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. By the anyway. Way, it, it still took them. It still took them seven or eight years to control the inflation, and that's what so worries me. Is the Fed is acting like they're going to, you know, if they, you know, they're the adults in the room, and they're going to get serious. And it's like, how are you going to do that? It, it, it took it, the Fed couldn't do it last time. How do you expect to do it? And they were able to raise rates, and you guys don't have that much ability to raise rates. Yeah, I know. Well, we'll just see. I don't see a happy ending in this for quite a while. No, no, it's it's not. It's it's, it's probably it's going to get worse. Anyway, a good call. Thanks, Larry. Tell you what, sure. we're coming up you here. Have a good weekend. Okay, we have a coming up here. Quick break. Straight right back. Show. If you got any questions or comments, seven one three 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 nine. And something we're gonna we're gonna come back is 
Is it, instead of inflation back in 87, is it in, uh, instead of interest rates, is it inflation this time? Well, we're going to discuss that. We'll be right back right after this quick break right here on the Max Out Savings Show. David left his taxi in the bottom of a bean town lake. Said this whole world's full of chances, and this is one I gotta take. And so we caught the land of Nashville to find the finest break. This is Ted Gioka, host of the Max Out Saving Show, one of Houston's most popular financial radio shows, celebrating over a decade on the air in Houston, Texas. With stocks at record high valuations and interest rates near record lows, you need to have your guard up. You need to have a plan to manage risk to your retirement. Do you? At Max Out Savings Advisors, we have a risk-based value investing approach to your retirement. If you would like some help managing your retirement, go to MaxOutSavings.com to set up an appointment. That's MaxOutSavings.com. Hi, I'm Sam Malone. You know me as the host of The Morning Show right here on AM 1070, The Answer. But I'm also the owner of Houston's cutting-edge media company called 512 New Media. At 512 New Media, we create amazing videos that companies use on their websites, telling their story in bold colors with exciting animation and graphics. At 512 New Media, we also shoot television commercials and instructional videos. And if you want to show off your business from the air, we're ready to go with our drone video aircraft. Let us help you create your media message. We're online at 512newmedia.com or call 281-822-8803. 512 New Media is Houston's only media creation and distribution company that's actually owned by someone who's currently on the air. And that gives us an incredible edge when creating content for consumers to use on their laptops, tablets, and smartphones. Standing by to create your message, we're 512 New Media, 512newmedia.com. In the 1970s, the big song was the Bee Gees Stayed Alive. Well, it was difficult back then to stay alive if you were a retiree. Inflation was running rampant, and since then, over the last 25 years, it's gone away. Well, inflation's coming back, and it's going to endanger your retirement. If you're a retiree, inflation is your biggest enemy. Hi, this is Ted Gioka of the Max Out Savings Show. If you need help with your retirement, I'd like to help you out. Go to MaxOutSavings.com. That's MaxOutSavings.com, and we'll show you how you manage through inflation. Don't let inflation destroy your retirement. Welcome back to the Max Out Savings Show. I'm talking savings investments in your retirement. Uh, you know, so looking, a couple thoughts in here. Uh, market Market's up near the high. Uh, it, it, we did some work back at, uh, looking at the crash of 87, which we were very familiar with, and uh, actually went through it. And we, we, we actually were out of the market quite a bit uh, because we thought that the market could crash because of portfolio insurance when nobody knew what it was at the time. But Fortunately, I had some very good mentors, and and uh, at the time I was very young. But uh, it, 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 it was a portfolio insurance. This time, it, it, it's still likely to be some type of derivatives. But the difference is, in '87, the market kept going up, and interest rates. I'm, I'm, this is kind of a rough number. It's about six and a half percent on the ten-year, and then it went up to eight and a half percent. So it kept going up, and, and but the market, and, and you were going, well, maybe the interest rates, this interest rates of the market should go down, but it kept going up, and it kept going up, and it kept going up until it didn't, and then it started going down, and then it broke the fifty, you know, the the, the hundred. And then it tried to rally back up above the hundred, and then it fell apart and and, and, and collapsed, and dro- dropping down twenty something percent over a day or two, twenty twenty seven percent or so. It, it was a complete disaster. Uh, this time, interest rates are at record low levels, and the Fed is like, "Hey, we can't. We're not going to raise interest rates. The ten years at one point two five, and and uh, Fed funds are at zero. There's money raining from the sky from the Federal Reserve. It's a problem." Yeah, I've never, we've never, I've never seen a, a, a time in my life where there's been more money. I mean, it's just almost stupid how much money is out there. And 
But what if it's different this time? And, and, and what if it's not inter, interest rates? What if it's inflation? And the inflation this whole time has been going up and going up and going up. And everyone says it's not a problem, not a problem, not a problem until it is. And, and that's just, just something to think about uh, there. Uh, history never repeats, but it does rhyme. And, and, and it, it's something you know we, we are watching in here uh, closely. Uh, it's uh, if you look at the market, the market's nothing to see here. It really the 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 Dow or the Dow and the Nasdaq actually went underneath their 50-day and then came back up and were rescued with some option expiration action this week. But but the transports in the NYSE really. They, they don't look quite as well. They, they really appear, which is a broader index. It, it, those appear to be dropping off in here. In, in, in you know, it's that that one went and bounced off the hundred day move, broke the hundred, and then came up above the hundred. And so I think that's something that, that that really bears watching in here closely. I, you know, some, the technicals in this market are really kind of funny for a market near all time highs. It really seems to be driven by a very small click of, of big mega tech stocks that are engaged in massive stock buyback programs. So this is something that we're going to want to kind of continue to watch and, and see where it goes. I, I think you really have to be cautious. As we said, look, we put a hedge on. I, I don't like what I'm seeing out there. There's just too many negative things going on all of a sudden uh, on so many levels, and, and it, 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 it's becoming a concern. Uh, the, I wanted to touch on capital gains. We're trying to determine what the capital gains rate is going to be for this year. Uh, Biden was trying to claim it was going to go to 43.8% uh, for people oh, 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 uh, with over a million dollars in capital gains. We've got some clients that are dealing with this type of issues, and, and, and we're working. We've been trying to dig in to try to find out where so, – so we've gotten some pretty key people. They didn't think the rate was going to go up this year. The question is, can they get this done? As they get into, if they come back in September, you know, in October, it starts getting real hard to stick a capital gains on people that you know from seven months back. And so they didn't think the capital gains was going to go up this year. It's going to stay at twenty percent instead of doubling. I'm not sure about that. I mean, I mean, I don't think anything is real predictable right now at all. And this is this is kind of becoming a, a, a concern and, and but so, so this so people with big capital gains they don't know what their taxes are going to be like uh, we really we've been talking to some people on this but but that was the thinking so we'll see but but when it comes to capital gains a couple things to think about is uh it, it the capital gains rate, they're not going up this year, likely going up next year for sure. The question is, are they going to go up this year? Well, one way you can minimize your capital gains is max out your 401k and savings plans because that, that's, that can reduce your, your taxes. Uh, the, the other thing is is harvest tax losses. Uh, this is something else you want to watch. Now, if it looks like the capital gains aren't, are going to be next year, the big capital gains increase are going to be next year, you want to wait and not harvest capital losses this year. You want to hold off. And, and so I think there's going to be some real – this is something we're going to watch closely because that tax rate could really go up. And for wealthy people, they, they, they do not want to take losses unless they're sure the tax rate is going to go up this year or next because that's going to become very usurious uh, if, 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 if when that thing hits and where it hits. Does it hit this year or does it hit next year? Uh, maybe instead it just goes up to 28%. We're not real sure yet, but, but I think this is something that we have to watch. I mean, again, we, we, we have clients with – capital gains above a million dollars, and we're really trying to deal with this, and we're really trying to dig into the situation. And that some of the people, we, 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 that some of the tax experts, we tried to get pretty high up to get some information, didn't think it was going to happen. So hopefully, fingers crossed, it won't. We'll see what happens there. Uh, but this is something to watch. So if you want to get in, last segment of the show, uh, 713-339-339. 1070. You can also catch us on a uh, catch the podcast on AM 1070. The answer. Just go to the website KNTH's website, uh, and you can listen anywhere in the world by listening live there as well. Uh, so, so this is something that we really want to watch closely. I, there was an interesting uh, uh, article in the, the Wall Street Journal on, on uh, digital addictions are drowning us in dopamine. And what they were saying is, particularly children playing a lot of video games, 
their brains are resetting, requiring bigger and bigger amounts of dopamines, and it's leading to depression. And this this has become a real problem out there. And uh, too much dopamine produced in the brain, uh, it it functions as a neurotransmitter association with feelings of pleasure and reward. Well, the problem is your brain resets to higher levels of dopamine. And, And so what they're saying... Well, this is going to be too much time on your cell phone, too much time in TV. A lot of things is you have to take a dopamine fast or try to sit, go a week or two without watching the video games, with, without playing the video games, uh, without you know cutting back on your phone. This is becoming a bigger and bigger problem out there. I think you're going to see more and more research along those lines. Uh, another interesting thing out there was... We're hearing more about, as far as the coronavirus, about ivermectin. If you have some concern, don't know how to treat the virus, uh, you're hearing all, but the ivermectin protocols seem to be pretty good. I'm hearing that they might try to institute those in Florida. And uh, some doctors will, will, will uh, give you a prescription for this, but uh, that there's been some really good research out of Israel and other places on the ivermectin treatments. for the coronavirus. It, it, it's been really, one of the things we talked about, it's been very sad how science has completely crumbled and gotten politicized in the United States. It's not that way in Canada. It's not that way in, in uh, Israel, in other places around the world as it is in the United States. And that's the really sad thing is we politicized every single thing in the country. This administration has done, and, and it's, be, it's been disastrous for the American people. So we'll, we'll see. But th- those are a couple things. I mean, what's going to happen with the capital gains? Uh, the market's uh, everyone's going to be watching. The, the, at the end of the week, we've got the uh, the big uh, Jackson Hole conference with the Fed. The big decisions, big big decisions, are at least telegraphed at this conference. Everyone's going to be watching that. Is the Fed going to taper? They have to deal with 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 the with the with the new the Delta variant. Uh, they have to deal with 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 the fallout from Afghanistan, which which is massive. But don't kid yourself. They have to deal with a slowing economy. Uh, they have to deal with shortages. They have to deal with higher levels of inflation. So that's going to be what everyone's going to watch. Again, this inflation is becoming a bigger and bigger problem. And these shortages keep dragging out. They were supposedly going to be done by the fall. We're here and further out and further out. Uh, there's still shortages. And there's short. The interesting and there's massive shortages of workers in the country. People can't get shortages of workers. That is inflation. That's cost push inflation. That is a stickier inflation than just a shortage of, uh, of, 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 of you know, uh, washing machines that, that can be solved here in a couple months. And, and, and I think this is going to be the thing. I'm hearing a lot of these companies I'm hearing are going to be instituting further cost increases. So we're not seeing this slow down. We're seeing it expand. And, and I think we're going to have to see where this goes. This is being the whole thing is being drug out by by the by the resurgence of the delta variant and and so again you're looking at the shortages going into 23 which is the inflation they're going to have to keep more money in the system which more inflation so you i think you really need to be very cautious in these markets they're at record high levels and things are not going well and, and the earnings calls the companies are being squeezed by inflation that squeezes margins, which squeezes profits. This is something that has not been looked at. So, again, I think things are changing in the market. I think you've got to be cautious and you've got to protect yourself. And as always, you've got to remember our motto in philosophy, you've got to save aggressively and invest conservatively. That is the key to wealth. Wealthy people, by the way, are very, very conservative investors. They'll talk all day long about some speculative stock or private equity deal they're into. They won't tell you about all the the municipal bonds or treasuries or gold or other things they own that are safe. They don't talk about those. Uh, but, but, but that's where a lot of the big money is. And so anyway, we'll see you next week right here on the Max Out Savings Show. And if you get a chance, go to our website, maxoutsavings.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The 
explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.